Hi, world. Hi, world. Hi, world. Hi. I'm so excited tonight. We are live, Favor. We are live. We are live. So begin to oh. share. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Finally, you are saying WhatsApp. That was is it WhatsApp or WhatsApp or WhatsApp What's or up? WhatsApp? What's up? What's anyway, up? that is that is your your language of uh, your generation. So we understand. So what's up, boy? What's up, boy? We are not we are not we are not yet addressing the people. We have five minutes to go live uh, in the real state of it. But now we are just making everybody to relax and to know that the show is about to start. So are you sharing with your friends? Yes, I just shared with my friends on my Facebook. So if you're on Facebook, just go to my page or go to mommy's page and you will see the link. Everything is there now. We are all live. I'm excited. I can't <laughs> wait. It's so the much. The whole world is watching you. Do you realize that? And the I'm more we watch you after. Of of course, I'm I'm ready for this. I'm I'm definitely ready for everybody's attention. <laughs> Hi. So where did you worship today? Where did you go to church? Oh, I went to my church um, called Redeemed Christian Church of God Peace Assembly in Lilburn, Georgia. So we had a powerful service today. Our topic is on seasons, and our theme text is from the Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse one to eight. So. There's so much that is happening, and this is a new season for us, you know, so everything is happening and it's beautiful in its time, so I'm excited. Wow, so I think there is something happening in the atmosphere for the Church of Jesus Christ, because even in Solution Center, Redeemed Christian Church of God, we are dealing with uh, the book of Ecclesiastes, and so it's uh, quite interesting that that was what uh, your pastor preached today. What do you normally do for them in church? I know we will get to that, but at least just a chat before we, we, we hit 8 p.m. East African time. What did you do today? What role did you play today in church? Um, actually, this is my routine. Whenever it's Sunday morning, I'm always in church an hour before we start because I have to take care of us going live on YouTube. I have to set up the projections. I have to set up the media house make sure that all the microphones are working. I'm also the drummer of my church, so I also have an added role to play. So I'm always either in the church an hour before, making sure that everything is ready, sound is ready, lights are ready, you know, projection is ready. Even we have a WhatsApp group for our church, so I have to send a broadcast link so that they can also tune in for people who are not available, you know, in person to show up. So I'm very hands-on. I think I would like to hear that more uh more of it as we enter into the real conversation because that will be exciting for young people like you to know that they can use their talents to serve in the church they can use their talents because i know you are not on payroll are they paying you salary for that every month no it's a service yeah so it's interesting to know that and that will be good uh at times i wish you are in nairobi uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you would have been of a great, great, great uh, service to Solution Center. But of course, you've been there uh, for 20-something years before you left, and I'm sure we will talk about it. So I'm, I'm happy that you're serving uh, other ministers of God in um, Atlanta, Georgia. I'm glad because when pastors get people like you, we also have wonderful people in our church, in Solution Center, 
who are both staff and non-staff volunteers, and they are doing a great deal of work. I mean, a great job. They go there, like you said, very early. They are also actually number one that gets to, uh, to the church to set up things. And uh, without them, these online services couldn't have worked. So yeah. young people like you, uh, no wonder uh, uh, Solomon said, hear ye the conclusion of the whole matter. Serve, Lord, serve the Lord, fear the Lord. So he, he, uh, Solomon uh, had to admonish young people that you better serve the Lord when you can, when your body is strong. I can't even, I want to remember how I used to serve God when I was 20 something years. We, <laughs> all, all we were breathing in was service of God, service of God. At 20 something, it was service of God, service of God, service of God, and of course our academics and other things. And here we are, we are not yet tired. We have not yet retired. So we are so happy. Uh, that young people can find their footings in the kingdom of God. So right I, now, I believe we have one, one minute to the peak of the hour, just one minute, and um, we will hit the road. We will hit the road. I'm sure you're prepared. Uh, right there, you're right in your house in Atlanta, Georgia, so I can see already you have a studio. Yeah. You have something that is behind <laughs> that shows that this is the life of a, somebody who is in the media world, uh, right yes. on the digital platform. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Yes. And yes. Um, I love your T-shirt. I'm sure we'll be talking about it. It's called Hoodie or something like that. Yeah, this is uh, a hoodie. All right. We'll talk yes. about it later. We'll yeah. talk about it later. What's the weather like in Atlanta? The weather Georgia? is... Right now, the weather is amazing. It's been raining a little bit, but as far as the sun is concerned, <laughs> it has been shining. And okay. um, we, are, we are blessed to have an amazing weather. Everybody's doing well. It's a Sunday. So the weather is not too hot. It's not too cold. You can go out. You can take a walk. You can feel the breeze. So every, it's like Nairobi weather, if I put it like that. <laughs> okay. And how is the COVID situation, COVID-19 situation there? We are praying for you guys. How Man, it? it's a bit, it's getting better because I, I can't say it's getting worse because that's not positive thinking. So we are getting better. There have been rules and regulations that have been placed in, in the past. Some policies had to be moved. We had some procedures we had to amend. But all in all, people are staying safe. You can't even be talked to. Like, let's say you want to get coffee. You can't even get coffee without having a mask on because nobody's going to serve you. And it's the way of life now, but because everybody is taking precaution, everybody is mind conscious about their health. So Atlanta, Georgia is doing well. We're not so bad. We thank God, but um, we're hoping for better days. All right. So right now we want to get uh, right inside the show uh, in the proper sense of it. And so I want to formally and officially welcome our viewers from across the globe. This is Keep It Real with Pastor Dr. Esther Basike. Uh, this is a vision God gave me within the pandemic to be able to boost the psychological, emotional, uh, intellectual immunity of God's people across the globe and uh, helping them to navigate through the pandemic and also to excel in the post-pandemic. So with me tonight is our first son, Favor Okechuku Obasike. 
uh, I want us to welcome him with a clap. I normally call it clap ovation because I can't stand right now here because if I stand, you won't see my face. But wherever you are, just welcome our guest tonight, Pastor Favor Okejuku or Basi Ike. Give him a round of applause. Hey. So please help me to share. I'll keep on reminding you. And today I saw that even our spiritual children, uh, during my sermon earlier today, they were writing and telling people, share, 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 share. So please, my children keep telling people, share, 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 share. You know that's my language. Life <laughs> is about sharing. A sharing life is a living life. There are people who live. There are people who are in, in, uh, exist. I don't exist. I live. And one way to know we live is by sharing. And not just sharing uh, what we are doing tonight. Life is all about sharing. So please share. All right. Yeah. In one or two minutes, who are you? <clears throat> who am I? <laughs> As we all know, um, my name is Favor Okechuko Basiike. I am a Nigerian by birth, but I have lived in Kenya for over 20 years. And um, currently, I'm about to round out my second master's degree in an MBA in business administration. My first master's was entertainment business at Full Sail University in Orlando, Florida. And then I also did my bachelor's in communication and arts in uh, media. And I also did a minor in peace and conflict. That was back at Daystar University. I went to At The River for three years, and I went to Valley Road for one year before I graduated. I've also been able to accumulate a lot of knowledge, a lot of insights, just learning as I go, you know, since I was a young boy, because um, we can go as far back as Kenya when I was two years old. And I was, I remember when you gave me the story when I landed in the airport. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that story? Hey, yeah. Okay. <laughs> You want to tell people that story? Uh, yeah, it's your, it's you. <laughs> it's my story, but it's your story. Okay, go on. What happened? I'm sure the world we really want to know what happened when we landed at Jomo Kenyatta International Airport in January 1996. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll tell them. Literally. <laughs> so we landed, and I don't know what happened, but first of all, I'm very. I, I believe when I was a child, I was very, very active, and I'm still very active. I can wake up, sleep, wake up. But when I was a child, I think it was 10 times the energy because, you know, as a child, you always have sugar levels going all the way up. So when we landed, for some reason, I, I don't remember, but I was told that I didn't have any clothes when we got to this <laughs> because there was no clothes to change because I already messed up with the first one when we flew in. And I think the bag already checked in, so we didn't have... I checked in, correct. We checked it in, yeah. So there was no other extra bag to, to change the diapers. So, so I landed like Adam to Kenya. <laughs> I will explain better. Go ahead. Yeah. So I did that. Grew up in Kenya. I did my kindergarten. I went to a few Kenyan schools. 
Um, I also did Sunshine. I don't know if you guys know that, but I went to Sunshine Secondary School when I was 13. I've been to a lot of British schools, Cambridge schools. That's where I graduated from, from Brookhouse. I was in Rosinga School. I was, I can't Saint remember. St. Christopher's is that home. What's home for yes. Yes, and Christopher's, and that's where also my brother finished. And you know, he was a, he ended up being a big prefect, and he became you know a household name for the school. So it has been a great time in Kenya. And right now that I'm living in Atlanta, I thank God for the journey. Wow, wow, wow! What a history! What a beautiful, beautiful history! Um, ladies and gentlemen, Favor was a force to reckon with when he was a baby. <laughs> in fact, in our church in Nigeria, RCCG, Acme, Dominion Parish, Acme, uh, whenever favor arrived, the head usher will announce to the rest of the ushers, favor has arrived, everybody be at your duty post. Because <laughs> if you were not at your duty post, before you know it, favor will be at the altar with whichever pastor that was there <laughs> and be, you know, jumping up and down. When we used, we, we go to camp, you know, in, in Nigeria, our redemption camp was a massive place with millions of people. You have to use a rope to tie him. Otherwise, you will lose him in the camp. So when we were coming to Kenya, because I knew this boy, I had to get a friend of mine to follow to the airport because I knew if I would be busy with the checking uh, the staff, I may lose him at the airport in Lagos. So a friend of mine followed Njideka by name. The only job she did was to hold favor as I was checking in. When I finished checking in, of course, as, as we are going to immigration, we go to immigration, they said that my friend could not access beyond the immigration. I said, God, I'm in trouble. So I told her bye-bye. I took favor. Just for me, when they gave me immigration paper to fill uh, where we were going, all those stuff, I checked, I didn't see my child again. I was looking for our son. I said, I started screaming in the airport. As I was screaming, what is happening? I had some people, custom people say, who has this child? Who owns this child? I thought it was favor. I said, give me, it's my son, my son. <laughs> favor left in a twinkle of an eye that I was filling immigration form. Favor left and went to, I think the boss of uh, custom, somewhere, <laughs> went to their office. So they knew this must be a boy that has left the parents and they started looking for me. Now we entered and boarded the flight. You think the story ended there? The man that sat next to us, we boarded the Ethiopian airline. The man that sat between uh, next to us, he saw things that day. Oh my God. Favor will not allow this man to sleep. Favor will not allow this man. Favor will be touching him, touching him until eventually. The air hostess, they served us food. When we, he ate, he reacted to the food and vomited and was there rearing everywhere messed up me, the man. I pity that. <laughs> and you know, I had already checked in our luggage. So in my hand luggage, I had only few clothes and diapers for him. So all of a sudden, he slept. Few minutes later, he woke up. He started again vomiting. I don't know how he really reacted to that food. Ladies and gentlemen, that was why when we landed at Jomo Kenyatta Airport, my, our son had only a t-shirt of no pants, no trouser, no shoe, no socks, 
because everything was messed up. It was just one tiny t-shirt that I put on him. You think he ended there with nakedness. As soon as we got to immigration in Nairobi, I was to sign form. Favor disappeared at Jomo Kenyatta. I was hearing custom people. Immigration asking, who is the owner of this child? I turned, I saw one naked boy with just one shirt. I said, give me my child. By the time <laughs> we finished, I came out. Daddy was outside with the Lester Wackos family waiting for us. He looked at us. He saw his son naked with one little shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. You know, this boy, he looks gentle. He's that. I believe his children will teach him some small lesson where he, <laughs> he will see them doing exactly what he was doing. Anyway, that's part of the keep it real. You know, it's keep it real. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, this is where we keep it real. This is where we keep it real. Yeah. Make sure you share. Make sure you let people know that we have a story to tell as a family. Okay, favor. Before we go into issues of profession and stuff. Can you just greet Kenyans or East Africans in Swahili? Tell them some things, you know? Let them know that you are a bona fide citizen of this great nation and beautiful nation. This is where you learned how to talk very well. This is where you learned so many things. I want you to speak to the Swahili speaking group people in two minutes. <laughs> in two minutes, that's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you it. have friends. You need I to reconnect with your friends in Desta, in Rusina, yeah. in Brook House. Let them know. Yes, that's our Tutanza Nai Maneno. Abarienu, Saseni, Twendele Aosio. Sasa, Nikoapa, Niko Atlanta. Na, Nimifurai Sana. So, Sasa, Tukoapa, Mbeleako. So, so, so everybody that is looking at us, I'm also translating it for people who don't understand in, in yeah. Swahili. I've just also said that Habarienu is like, how are you? It's like saying Hamjambo or Hatujambo. That's a response. So Saseni is like, because we're talking to so many people. So I can't say yeah. Sasa. So yeah. Saseni, Saseni, you know, to end let's keep going. I'll see you in <laughs> <on. laughs> so, yes, to end All right. <laughs> All right, all right, beautiful. I'm so happy that you can speak Swahili. But do you remember you are speaking Swahili like nothing? And yet, when you went to Sunshine, you disappeared from you were crying in the school. You remember what happened in Sunshine? I took you to Sunshine to start school. I didn't and want to you go to Sunshine and you were not taking your shower. I came on the visiting day <laughs> and you were black. I asked, you have not bathed for days, night. And what was the problem? You said they were bathing with cold water. You were <laughs> not used to cold water. Our son never took shower for days. I said, what is it? He said, take me away from here. Take me away. And I had come to your school with my mom, my own mom. My mom looked at you and said to me, life is not only about academics. This boy is dying, carry his box. And I remember I bought your box the from blue the box. Market. Blue box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The blue box that you had. The my blue room. box. <laughs> the blue box. I went to the compound somewhere. I don't know where. I bought the box. I came. 
took it to school, came back for Parents' Day. I came with my mother. Our son has not showered for days and nights. And you remember what you did when there was an exam for Kiswahili? You went yeah. out the class. And what did you do on the exam day? I wrote my name and I went out. <laughs> that, he was not understanding even Kiswahili. He didn't know Kuja. He didn't know no, Joe. So he went to exam class, wrote for them. It was Swahili exam. He wrote the affair of He submitted his paper, left. So <laughs> I look at you today. You can speak Swahili. You can teach Swahili. You can do anything. Yeah. I thank God for mom. My mother just look at you and with the eyes of an elderly woman, experienced, having taken care of us, six children. She called me. She said, let this boy go. This boy is not happy. Carry his things. I came back and discussed with daddy. And he said, it's okay. I came back and brought you. Because your problem, you had two problems, bathing with cold water, and then you were not understanding Swahili. Right. So you felt that you were misplaced. But you remember we took you there for discipline. We removed I remember. You from, yeah, you, we, it was discipline, actually. We, you were not serious in school. So we kept on, ah, where is this boy going? You think life is just to be playing. I discussed with then Pastor Magdalene Sang, who was the, 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 the powerful um, uh, principal there, one of our ministers in church. She was the principal then, and Sunshine was a school to reckon with those years. They were topping, topping. So I told her, she said, bring favor, bring him, bring him. I pulled, brought the box, took you there. When we saw how, this, how you were, even the biscuits I bought for you, you never ate. When no. you didn't eat biscuits was when I knew that, hey, 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 this is a serious matter. If ever we not eat biscuits, I better carry him home. And that was how we carried you and took you back. And you wrote us a letter. We never been disciplined. Never disobey. I don't. We told you to write three hundred words. I think it was. Was it three three hundred words? Sunday morning. <laughs> uh, Sunday morning. Yeah. Write it. I will never. I will read. I will never disobey my parents. I will read. You finish reading and say, I will never, never. And you never. You went back and became serious. This is keep it real. You need to know how we we parented our children when they were younger and how we are still parenting them now. We are not just pastors you see every Sunday on the podium, and uh, we are not just those pastors that you see, oh, talking to you about discipline, but we don't bring discipline home. No, he, he was not serious with his academics, and we told him, let's take you to where they will teach you a lesson. Mm -hmm. And we took him to that place. By the time he pleaded to be brought out from that school, we made him to write a commitment letter a serious commitment letter and he wrote that commitment letter and became serious all right favor say something about your salvation how you got born again so how i got born again was very it's it's actually i put it like this you know when they say that where you're placed sometimes it's just for a season because there's a bigger fish there's a bigger land coming at you so we were already based in kenya but i gave my life to christ in uganda and this was when I was still a child, when I was still young. I don't think I was 13 yet. And you were 12 years old. I was 12. Yeah, I was 12. So I remember you were preaching. You were, I think you went for a meeting and I was at the back. I was at the back with the other kids. So I remember when it was time for altar call, I just stood up and I walked. You know, usually as a kid, because I was always, I'm not afraid of an audience, but 
because of that conviction, I just stood up and I walked there. And then ever since that day, I actually now recorded my first album in music, which right now is even available on all social platforms. Yeah, so after I did, after I gave my life to Christ. You froze. Oh, you repeat. Yeah, okay. you froze. What did you say you did after the salvation? You recorded after, something? Yeah, I recorded my first album. Um, that was 2005. And it was with the privilege of daddy taking me to Andrew Crawford Studios back in 2005. And that's when I did my first music album. It was a gospel album. And now it's even available on all platforms. If you search Flav Beats, thank you. You will see me playing drums when I was a child. So it started from back then and I used music as a way of communicating with God because music is powerful and I have been able to understand what music takes and what it needs to, you know, to connect with the source of who gave you the talent. So it's been a, a wonderful journey. It's been rocky, but I'm far better than I was when I started. Excellent. Maybe somebody is watching us and you're wondering, our first son gave his life to Christ when he was 12. Yeah, that should encourage you. We brought him here when he was two years and few months, few weeks old. And he came and he was all over the church everywhere. But we, we didn't understand, you know, we kept thinking that he understood. We kept thinking he understood until when we went to Kampala, Uganda, for a revival meeting. And I was speaking that evening. And when I finished speaking on revival, I asked for, or I made a call. I asked those that want to get saved, uh, come out. Who did I see? Among the crowd, it was a crowd salvation. Many people came out, but I spotted our son. I, I waited. Favor is coming out to give his life to Christ at age 12. And we have been with him in mission work all these years. What's going on? He made the salvation. Uh, he repeated what I said. Then after that, we called him. What did you do? You have heard him talk about he had a personal conviction. He said that was the day he had a personal conviction. So every now and then we kept on asking him, when did you get born again? The story was has been consistent. It was when I was 12 years. It was when mommy made daughter call at a revival meeting in Kampala that I got saved. So that tells you that we should allow our children to have personal conviction. We should pray for them for personal conviction. And secondly, that somebody is the child of a pastor does not make you automatically born again. So we should, and that children are coming to church does not make them automatically born again. There must be that conviction that this is the day I gave my life to Jesus. And I thank God for our tradition of appealing for salvation. Imagine if I did not appeal for salvation that day, if I was just a motivational speaker and finished and walked away, I would have deprived my own, our own son, the privilege of getting born again. So whenever you have opportunity to make altar call, make altar call. It may be your own flesh that we receive salvation. Now, before we now move to profession, that's the next place I'm going. I want to please ask you to share and don't forget tomorrow I have a date with you. 8 p.m. It will be heaven come down in my home. Prayer turning point, 8 p.m. tomorrow on this same page and YouTube, Pastor Tobasike's page. Our topic tomorrow's prayer meeting will be heaven to come down, Jerusalem in our home. You will see the benefit of having a church that is informal in your home. And I'm going to pray 
for that presence of God and the power of God to be resident in your home. So make sure that you are with us. Share the flyer on the screen and everywhere and make sure you are there at 8 p.m. Also, there's one in, uh, fantastic testimony among others that came in that I'll be sharing beginning with you tomorrow. Don't be late for tomorrow's meeting, 8 p.m. Favor, you are multi-gifted, you are multi-talented, <clears throat> you taught yourself uh, drumming at age six, when you were eight, six. You yeah. used to go to our choir stand after service to play drum, and we used to beat you, you know, because <laughs> we go there and break our, our stick. And those years, to buy one drumstick was a miracle. For Daddy to be able to find money to buy one stick for drumming was a miracle. I remember one time that a couple felt we were overworked. Uh, that is uh, Lester and Gladys Wako, uh, the, the younger brother to the former Attorney General of Kenya, Emos Wako. When they felt that we were overworked, that we were overstretched, they said they are going to steal me and daddy to go and rest, that we need to rest. We have overworked ourselves. And they went and got us a place in Kindaruma, in Kilimani, Kindaruma, to go and have just one weekend, Friday, Saturday, then come to church on Sunday. And uh, they paid for us and we moved in there. We came in on Friday, Saturday morning, daddy said he was going to town. I said, what are you going to town to do? We came there to rest. He said, rest what? Our keyboard is with the technician. They are working on the keyboard. The keyboard is broken. We need to use it tomorrow. I said, Jehovah. So why did we leave our house in South Sea to come to Kindaruma? And this couple have wasted money to pay. He told me, you want to stay there and be doing holiday. Tomorrow in church, you'll be looking at me. I'll be looking at each other, no keyboard. My friend, I'm going to town. So I thought that when I tell him, if you are going to town, you better carry me, let's go home, that he will change his mind. I told him, if you are going to town, I better leave here because you are leaving me here alone. I want to go home. He told me, pack, pack, get ready, put in the boot, let's go home. I looked at him, I said, what kind of a human being is this for God's sake? That was the situation we were when you were breaking our sticks. So we used to beat you when you, you know, you break one. That one was a lot of money. And but thank God that through breaking sticks, you learned drumming by yourself. And when we were in holy, uh, on holiday in California, two years ago or three years ago, thereabout, you were teaching me swimming because yeah. I've tried to learn swimming, I'm not able. So you told me, mommy, enter. I ask you, favor the way you are swimming, who taught you? You said you taught yourself. Yeah. You have actually taught yourself so many things. You say you just entered water and taught yourself. You saw your friends and you entered. You are so multi-gifted. You are so multi-talented. Can you tell us about your profession, your skills, and what you're doing now? Yes, what I'm doing now is very, it's, it's very, very centric to my career. Because like we've heard, I've been drumming since I was six years old. And I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned a lot about how I can, you know, be a genius. Everybody says you're a genius, you're a genius. And like we said, we just started laughing about, you know, Kiswahili and, and class. I was not really doing well in school when I was younger because I was focused on music, music, music. But because I had this zeal, I forgot a few things which were important, like education. So I now took into consideration and started building myself 
started learning. I remember when you came to my school for a swimming gala one day, and I yes. was last place. <laughs> I was last it's place. St. Christopher's, Karen. Yes. yes, we did backstroke, and I was last place. So after last, that, I, you was, you, it was the last. I was the last <laughs> one. <laughs> so I said, <laughs> never again. <laughs> so I and it was so fat, roundish. <laughs> Maybe it was my weight that I was dragging the water. But I later on, I was able to teach myself. I grew out of it, and I started becoming positive-minded. So one of the things that I've really, really, you know, stuck with me is God, first of all. And knowing who you are in God, because when you know who you are in God, you don't think about the human beings because human beings are God-like. And if, if you're God-like, then you need to act like God. So God acts in ways that, you know, he shows power. He's given us dominance over the earth. So we need to show it. We don't have to be, you know, timid. So if I don't know how to do something, it doesn't mean I don't understand it. Maybe I'm not supposed to know it now. But the more I practice, the more I'll be able to gain that balance. And then by the time that opportunity comes, I can do it for myself. So that's what I've been able to do. And fast forward to now, I'm now the CEO of my own company called Work and Play Entertainment. And it's we're a creative hub where we're able to help people find their brands and give them a better standing. If they need websites, if they need logos, if they need a branding strategy, if they need to know more about Facebook, because we're in the technology world right now. So everything is changing. Look at us now. We're, we're using Zoom. Before we were not using Zoom last year. This is a commodity for us. This is an asset for people who have webinars, who have meetings, who have conferences. So we are always changing. We're always adapting to something new. So that's what I now take pride in. And as a company, we're now able to give you guys quality products using platforms that you already have, but just a better way to make sure that you can reach your audience at the right time. Okay. Thank yes. you so much. Uh, Favor, I would like you to impact our viewers a bit. Okay. Uh, you need to wear their appetite. Uh, I be, I know that you have online courses. Uh, you mentor people. So yeah. if you wouldn't mind, can you do a little teaching? Because one of the reasons why we do this program is to impact people, to make sure that they acquire more skill, to make sure that we, you know, help them, inspire them. There are many people watching you today who are into business, but they don't know how to market it, to brand it, to make it visible. Yeah. Would you be kind enough to do a few minutes lecture that people can take down notes and they, they can remember you for? Giving out. I say that life is about sharing. Sharing the knowledge. You have done your first degree. You have done your first master's. You are doing MBA now. You have acquired so much skill. Can you share with the world the skill you have? Then maybe after you've shared, we can talk more about it. Ladies and gentlemen, at this point, I will ask you to make sure you are taking down notes. You ask questions. It's now time for you to post questions as he's teaching. These are courses that when you learn and acquire the knowledge, you can run with it and your business will explode in leaps and in bounds. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to share my screen with you all. And I'm going to start by giving you guys some insight <clears throat> about top secrets to social media. And I'm going to handle a few things today. I'm going to handle Facebook. I'm going to touch on Instagram. And I'm also going to touch on branding, branding tips. I know people out here are also listening and they're on Facebook like we are right now. We're on Zoom, they're on Instagram. But I want to show you how you can make your time worth spent on Instagram and Facebook and any other social media you are on, including YouTube, to make sure that your brand is highly reputable. Before we go any further, please follow me on social media. I would love to connect with you if you're on Facebook, if you're on Instagram, if you're on Twitter, 
if you're on YouTube, if you're on LinkedIn, especially LinkedIn, that's where business really takes place. And I can talk about that a lot. But today, I'm only going to touch on the first two, Facebook and Instagram. You can also visit my website, <clears throat> www.playinc.online, or you can send me an email at info at playinc.online if you have any requests after this, if you have any questions I may not have been able to answer. So please follow me on social media so that we can be able to get in touch. So let me go right into it. <clears throat> the first thing I want to tell you people, and everybody that wants to know about social media needs to know this ABCs. And I'm going to run them very quickly. The first one is authenticity. You have to be authentic. If you're not authentic with your brand, you're not going to stand the test of time. Why? Because people every day change. People have their own value system. People have moral values. But for you as a brand, as you as a company, if you work in a company today for a job, if you own your own business, there's an authentic value that you present yourself with. And that's what you need to carry through social media. And when you carry it through social media, you're able to give yourself a strong standing so that people can enjoy what you're bringing to them on a daily basis. The next thing is brand value. Brand value is very key because when you have brand value, people can see you and they appreciate you because you're there. <clears throat> so when you build your brand, when you have a social media, if you have a Facebook, you have an Instagram, keep in mind that people are watching you. Even though you have one like or two likes or three likes, that doesn't mean anything. I'll give you a very quick example. Somebody on Instagram, I don't know her name in full, but she just signed a deal with Amazon for about $2.1 billion. You can check the news. You can Google that and see the Amazon partnership that happened. And if you look at this person's social media, she doesn't even have up to 10,000. She probably has under 5,000 followers and probably has grown now. But the fact that she started it off, she took a screenshot, and I'm sure if you see her page and you just Google the Amazon you know, new partnership, you will see what I'm talking about. Brand value, you need to stay consistent. By staying consistent, you bring the right people in. Let's say you want to build a house today and you're not consistent. The moment you decide you're not going to build this house or add any more you know, cement or add any more tiling to your bed or to your, your frame, you're not going to get there because you're now at a halt. So you need to stay consistent. You need to have a drive. And once you have a drive, your drive is your passion. You need to have engagement. And engagement is very, very important when it comes to commenting. You know, people like to comment, people like to like, people like to shy away. If you're a business owner, or if you want to use social media for your business, please keep in mind that you need to be confident and you need to stay consistent. Because once you have the drive, people can be able to follow you, you will experience growth, and people can be able to engage with you. Let me also let you know that when you have a website, when you have a website, your website is your land. I always tell people this, this I, I always tell my clients, I treat websites like land. When you have a website, you have your security domain, you buy your land, you buy your property, you connect it to Google. Whatever you show on that website, whatever you show on that feed needs to present what you are in real life. And that of course now goes with interest. So if you're selling carrots, if you're selling vegetables and you want people to buy your vegetables, you have to tell them the business behind it you don't have to sell it to them first. You have to give them the benefits. Tell them what is the benefit of having this on my feed today. If I see tulips, if I see um, guava, if I see mangoes, what are these benefits to me? How am I going to create that interest for somebody? So social media needs to be very, very important. I need to tell you about the, the, first, the first three things you need to know about social media. One is that you have to have at least three social media platforms you're on, if not all. And the most important one should be Facebook because Facebook has about 2 billion users a day. So you can literally use your Facebook marketplace, you can use Facebook points and just have a time to spend with people online and also share knowledge. The more knowledge you share with people, 
the more they're going to trust you. The more they're going to trust you, the more sales you're going to have. It's that simple. Make it catchy. Learn to listen. Never sell first and have open discussion. I'm going to tell you about Facebook pages very, very quickly. If you don't have a Facebook page, just know this fun fact that Facebook is known to have at least over 2 billion active users daily. And if you get 1% of that audience, you're already in competition. And that is very possible because you can be able to start a Facebook page at any time, even right now. Make sure that your name is very, very important. Keep in mind, when you're looking for names on Facebook, everybody has a name. You have a name right now. But if you have a name for your business, it has to stand out. And when it stands out, you need to have a brand, you need to have a logo. As we can see, this is my logo right here. You know, it's a play logo. And it tells you a lot about what we do. When you now go inside through the website, you see what we talk about. I'm on podcasts. If you check out my We Don't Play podcast radio station on all platforms, you will see me and you will hear so many things I talk about and have interviews with guests on how to build their social media. Another very, very important thing is Facebook groups. When you have a Facebook page, please keep in mind, and this is something that is very underrated and undervalued. When you have a Facebook page, please create two groups. Create a public group and create a private group. The public group is to engage yourself in a community. When you have a Facebook page, you're only posting things that you want people to see, which is your business. But when you go into a Facebook group, you're now engaging with the people who actually like your Facebook page and people who are interested in what you do because it's, it's a public page. It's a community. When you're in a community, you share common values. So that's where you're able to interact. That's where you're able to engage. That's where you're able to ask questions. That's how you're able to know, okay, people don't like my product or many people like this red product over the green one. So you have to know how to do it. And if you want to monetize your Facebook, you can also have a, face, a private Facebook group. And if, and if you don't know this, but I'll give you a fun fact that Facebook had three groups back in the day before they changed their policy. They, they had Facebook public group, they had Facebook private group, and they had Facebook secret group. Now they only have public and private. And when you have a private group, you can literally use that link that you have on the URL at the top of your Instagram or at the top of your Facebook, where it shows the website URL, copy that link and send that link to people on your email list where you can be able to now engage with them and have a great time. Another thing is when you now make pages, when you make posts, have between 50 to 250 words, because let me tell you guys this, everything that you do on Facebook, anything that you do on Instagram is going to go on Google. So whatever you write as a caption, whatever you have as a hashtag, one day it will come back to you based on what you said. So if you have a brand and you want to retain your consistent value, have a hashtag, have things that you can work with that you can stay consistent with so you can retain your brand value. And always use Facebook videos because Facebook videos generates at least 1,200% more shares than text and image combined. So always use text, always use image, but always use video. And when you now use video, you can be able to grow your brand. I'm going to give you a quick example before we close on this Facebook matter. On Instagram, you know Facebook about Instagram. And if you look to your left, you'll see that I'd made a post. And before I promoted this post, this is Promotion Insights. I had only 70 likes under 24 hours. And I was able to gain about 3.8 thousand likes with two, with two saves, eight comments. And I was able to reach people with $20, which is about 2,000 shillings. And I spread that across one week. So imagine if you have a budget, a 10% marketing budget with your company, and you're now you know, printing flyers, you're doing billboards, you're doing all this stuff, and take 10% of that into advertising, you can be able to plan your timeline well, search in advance, have hashtags, captions that count. 
And always keep in mind when you're running advertisements, the first three sentences matter. The first one is, what are you here for? The second one is, who, who has helped you or who are you helping? And then the third one is a call to action. Never assume that people know what to do on social media. You always have to tell them, click here, learn more, sign up, tag a friend. If you don't say anything like that on your social media and keep it consistent, nobody will follow you. Nobody will search. Nobody will say anything because you're not giving them the stance to. Think about their location. Think about their age range. Everybody has a target market. You can't target everybody. You have to target the right people. Know what their interests are and know about budgets. That's what I talk about mostly in my Facebook ads um, on my online courses. Now I'm gonna show you a screenshot on my website. If you go to www.playinc.online, this picture you see here on the left has, these are outfits that we have. And we have leggings, we have shirts, we have sweatpants, we have t-shirts. And if you also look at this too, you're gonna to see other things that we have like bags, we have socks, we have you know back to school items. We have amazing stuff. And I'm also wearing one right now. So if you can see what I'm wearing, it's, it's called We Know They Play. And we have a very strong saying that when we don't play, we are not taking our time as a joke because time is essential. We talked about Ecclesiastes in the beginning. Time is very essential to every man on earth. So when we, when we now do what we do as a business, we don't play with our time. We don't play with people's clients or their, their money. We make sure that we give them optimum value for what they do. So we also now use fashion as a way of telling people, hey, we can extend a hand. We can give out charity. We can be able to be involved in the community in one way or the other. Very quickly, I'm going to get, go through this next few slides about business and branding tips, which is also another course that I have in my platform and is talking about the who. Did you know that 95% of people that use brands and use colors only have two colors in their logo? Think about it. Coca-Cola is yellow. Sorry, I'm very sorry. Coca-Cola is red and white. I'm looking at the gold color on my screen. Coca-Cola is red and white. Facebook is blue and white. YouTube is red and white. Um, I know back in the day, I've, I've been told Nakumat is no longer existing, but um, when I was there, Nakumat was blue and white. I know Tuskies. Tuskies is green, and I think there's a shade of yellow. So all these colors are there because they represent something to that brand. So when you have a brand, always make sure that your two colors are standing strong. And most of the colors that people use for food, if you have a restaurant, if you have any chain, restaurant chain, make sure you use the colors on the red palette, which is red, orange, or yellow. If you think about McDonald's, they're yellow. Think about Wendy's, wow. they're red. Chick-fil-A wow. is red. Um, even Amazon, you can buy food from Amazon. It's a little bit, it's a shade of orange. So it shows you that those colors are friendly to people. When you see yellow and you see Fanta Bambucha, you know, you, you want to enjoy. So you have to think about colors that can bring people to your desk. To your desk. If you put green and you're trying to sell uh, food, you, you won't really get that audience because green does not associate with that. It most, mostly associates with like plantation. If you have a, you know, a non-governmental organization kind of vibe, that's what you can do with it. So keep in mind the colors that you use. Who is a brand? A brand is a personality, a symbol, a product, or a service, depending on the audience you meet. I was telling mommy the other day about how Amazon is changing right now. And Amazon is getting to a point where they're kicking people outside of their stores. People that own stores are going to be leaving very soon because what will be happening is that as you're shopping on Amazon, now that you have an account, very soon in the next coming years, we're going to have Amazon physical stores storefronts that you can be able to walk in and walk out without having to deal with staff. Because now we're thinking about robots, we're thinking about 
automation. We're thinking about easier ways to get work done. So if you evolve as a brand, you will always stay on top of the line. So you have to have a brand that stands out and speaks out for yourself. There are four reasons for branding. There's awareness, there's sustainability, there's competition, and there's purpose. If you have, if you have a brand and you're aware about your brand, you will know that somebody will say, hey, I can see that Coca-Cola brand because I saw it on TV or I saw it on a newspaper or I saw it on my phone. Because you're aware about something, your cognitive retention is going to tell you that you can be able to now do this and translate that symbol or that color into something tangible, whether it's food, whether it's a bank, whether it is, it is something that is beneficial to you. Sustainability is another great thing. If you don't stay consistent with your social media, please, just stop because if you don't stay consistent and you stay sustainable, right. you will not get the yielding results that you want. If you keep on saying, hey, I've spent a hundred dollars, I've spent a hundred thousand shillings on, on this ad and I didn't see any fruit. It's not because the hundred thousand was not available for use or for return on investment. It's because you didn't have a strategy or you didn't have a consistent game plan that was able to keep the minds of hearts of people that this is what you're trying to do. If I tell you that the sky is green, as a baby and you grow up and you think the sky is green, you will believe the sky is green because you have been told that. So that's what branding is. The more you see, the more you understand. The more you understand, the more you feel. The more you feel, the more you do. So you have to stay in competition and most importantly, understand your purpose. And last but not least, you know, this is something that I'm just doing in summary. Have people on your team. Even though you're an entrepreneur like I am, I have a team. I don't work by myself. I have people that I even pay. I have people that I work with because I know that they, they are, their skills, their, their wisdom, and their input is very, very beneficial to my life. If I was, let's say I had, I own Safaricom, for example, and I was the only person working there, I'm going to be stressed. I won't have time for family. I won't have time for myself. I won't even have time to eat. But when you have a chain of people who are better than you, who know better than you, that can, you can pay, you, you literally take off 50% of the load. And now you focus on what you know best. So have a lawyer, have someone that is handling your law, whether it's corporate law, civil law, family law, whatever kind of legal situation you're in, find a lawyer, have an accountant. An accountant is very important because when it comes to taxing and filing, things can get really messy and it's happened to even celebrities. So you need to make sure that your accounting is on point. This goes to church, this goes to banking, this goes to family planning. Anything that you have, you need to have someone that is superior and is very specialized in that training to help you get to the next point. Another thing you need is a manager. If you go to a restaurant today, there's a manager. If you go to a hotel, there's a manager. Anywhere you go is a manager. A manager shows what the brand represents. And that brand, when we all started from the beginning, you have to know that a brand is a representation of yourself. So that person that is a manager is representing that brand and you have to stay consistent. Another one is a financial advisor. We all know who that is. And a mentor. A mentor is someone that is very, very important. You don't have to have a mentor physically. You can have a mentor. God is your mentor. That's, that's first and foremost. But have somebody in your field who knows better than you that has gone ahead of you. Either read their books, watch on YouTube, get their online courses, study them, pray about them. You know, learn more about them so that you can be able to learn more about yourself. And last but not least, have a protege. Anybody, even in the Bible, when like when people were about to, you know, finish their purpose and, you know, transition on into heaven, they passed it on. Even Jesus, when Jesus left, he passed it on. He gave us the Holy Spirit. There's a protege. There's someone to give 
the next baton to. We have kids, we have grandkids. We pass it on to the, our offspring. So don't do anything because you want to do it for yourself. Do it because people are watching you and you have a legacy to live. So those are the things I will leave you with. There's much, so much more to cover, but we don't have much time. But this is the best of the information I can give you for today. You are give favor a round of applause. Give him a round of applause. Give him a round of applause. Give him a round of applause. I'm so proud to be your mom. I'm so proud that we have a son that can be of help to humanity and be able to bless people to be able to be better in their businesses, in their careers. Please, folks, viewers, don't even go. Don't even log out for any reason. I pray for miracle of bundles because I've seen your questions, your comments. But before we go into your questions and your comments, favor. Yeah. Look at what you presented. I was looking at my time. You presented it in less than 20 minutes. And wow. somebody can actually go back to this particular teaching and build an empire. Ladies and gentlemen, maybe you are not even aware. Favor is one of the board of trustees of. Queen Esther's generation. is one of the board of registered board of trustees of Queen Esther's generation. And he's been so helpful for us. That some of you may have been receiving bulk emails after QEG. That was his brain. Uh, I just shared something that I would like this thing to be to happen. He said, mommy, I will do it for you. So every month after QEG, you receive some emails. It is from him. From there, he does one or two things. He manages my Instagram with one of my spiritual daughters there. So he's doing great work for us. Favor, do you have an online course, assuming somebody wants to register with you so that you can train the fellow, all these things you have accrued over the years. Are you able to train people online to make sure that their businesses have visibilities in this digital world oh yes most definitely i do and the best thing about technology now is that i don't have to be there physically and we, all we need to do is just set up a time and we're there together and I, you have my 100 percent full attention so you're because, freezing you are freezing oh, we didn't get you oh can you hear me now oh, internet yeah i didn't know that even uh, kenya internet is better than atlanta internet <laughs> <Go ahead>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Go ahead. yeah so because we're on this show, I would definitely want to give an, uh, uh, I just want to do something really, really nice today before we close. And it's a first come first serve basis um, for a timeline of about seven days between today and the next seven days, there's an offer that I would love to give you. It's an offer where you can be able to now come on board with me for an hour, at least once a week for four weeks. And you can be able to actually have a recorded zoom call with me and we can be able to sit down for an hour understand what your brand is know what you need if you're lacking in anything we can be able to fix up the ends and all this is going to be happening between four to six weeks depending on how good or how important or how you know urgent your business or brand is so usually i have an offer value of the value right now is usually 250 dollars but because i'm on this show and we're doing an amazing thing right now and i want more people to learn I'm only gonna give it as a one-time offer of $100. And this is only available for 20 people. I repeat, this is only available for 20 people for the next seven days. You're going to get the links and you will be able to access. All you need to do is just put in your name, put in your email. 
Let me know what part of social media you're interested in. All that is there inside the link. You make your payment. Once you schedule your event, that is going to be locked in. And once it's locked in, I will see it. You will see it. You'll get a text reminder. You'll get an email reminder so that we do not, because I know we're talking about time zones, but I'm very, very strict with timing. So if you schedule a time for me and say you want my time for an hour, I will be there because you have scheduled it. So please go ahead, do what, do what you need to do. And for seven days, this offer is only available for 20 people at a value of $100, which is already at a 250 value. So I'm looking forward to talking to you, letting you know what YouTube does. Now I can be able to, for example, like we're on Facebook Live right now, if you have a Facebook page, there's an app that I can be able to tell you about how you can go on live on all your social media platforms at the same wow. time. At the same time. So let's say you have two business pages, you have Instagram, you have LinkedIn, you're, you're so confused. There's a way we can consolidate all that and scheduling in advance so that social media is not worrying your day and it's not taking away your time from family and from the most important things about your business objectives for the day. Wow. Favor, thank you so much for your generosity and your kindness. You have always been a kind fellow. When we were living in KMA Estate, my greatest problem with you was that every time we baked cake, after baking, before I come down, you have taken the whole cake to the estate. And you'll be sharing, and you'll be sharing to all the children, and I'll be screaming, God, God, have mercy, because this cake was to preserve this family for one week. It was cake that was meant for you to take to school, to kindergarten. As soon as I finish baking and I go upstairs, coming down, my cake will be in the compound. He's calling everybody. My mother has baked cake. Come, and then we finish the cake. Now, ladies and gentlemen, right now on this our page. I believe that our media people, specifically our sister Apollonia, is uploading the links for favors registration. There are two links there. One link is for those who use uh, uh, PayPal and those who use Visa card, those who are familiar with that. Another one is for the, everybody who, use, uh, who uses um, M-Pesa. So if I were you, I will invest 10,000 Kenya shillings, $100, to gain a million. Because we are living on a digital uh, platform, a world for business. You don't need the money you would have used to rent a shop and be paying per month, maybe 100,000, 50,000. God has given us cheap ways to do business. You don't need to rent a shop. You need only to invest 10,000 only. So just pay, go to that link. I'm sure our sister is always sharp and smart. The people in our media, I'm sure Apollonia has uploaded them. The first link, if you are following 